What are you doing? Don't worry, it's just a chance. They may see our signal fire. You may? No. Do you think we should go back among healthy human beings? What if we infect others and it spread and spread and never stopped? Welcome back to Take Me to Your Reader, discussing adapted science fiction at its best and worst. Watashi wa Seth. I'm James. <laughs> and I'm Colin. <laughs> so, Hemi. <laughs> and uh, you might be wondering, why is there Japanese being spoken? Uh, and we'll get there. But this time, we, we are talking about A Voice in the Night by William Hope Hodgson, which mm-hmm. is a short story from... 1907. 1907. Nice. Published in Blue Book magazine or something like that. Yes. Reads like it's published in 1907, too. Yeah. <laughs> which has been adapted a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found out there's a version or an episode of Naruto... Yes, that uh, that has an adaptation of it. We weren't able to watch that one, but there was also an episode of a sh- short-lived anthology series called Suspicion, which you can technically watch slash listen to uh, <laughs> on YouTube, and then also a Japanese adaptation called Matango from 1963. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. Well, if you look for Matango, it's not Matango, right? You have to look for. Attack of the Mushroom People. Do they <laughs> right. ever really attack? Let's, well, let's not I mean, jump in. I, mean, I, mean, I feel like the humans were more attacking. Yeah, they did in the end, right? I, the non-Mushroom People were the only people with guns, all I'm saying. True. That's true. That's true. Uh, right. So, short story. Suffice it to say, no previous history with any of this. No. 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 And interestingly enough, apparently Matongo was heavily on the... Um, syndicated circuit in the United States and the UK up until the 1990s. Then it kind really? of fell off in popularity. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> well, it's from Toho, right? And we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. So how did we come across this, Colin? You know, The Last of Us is a pretty popular television series right now. Right. And it stars The Mandalorian and some other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought, we, we should take advantage of all this, you know, fungal furor and, and popularity and try and find out, you know, some adapted fungal science fiction. Right. And I found this. And nice. just, just for the record, the Fungal Fuhrer is not the leader of the National Socialist Party of Mushrooms. The Sixth Reich. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. That's all. That's all. That's, that's all. the whole thing. Oh, okay. that's, that's it and that's all. Yeah, that, that was why it is worth trying to take some of that fungal popularity for our podcast. Right. right. Well, we've done it before with The Girl with All the Gifts. It's also fungal fiction. Mm-hmm. True. So, part of the Fungal Fuhrer. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, this was the earliest fungal science fiction that I could find. There, there might okay. be earlier, and I just, I just couldn't find it. Yeah. Gotcha. By the way, the story is available just on Wikisource. It's in in the public domain. It's one of the rare ones that we do. It's just actually in the public domain. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the older things that we've done, other than like H.G. Wells and Dickens. Frankenstein. Right. Yeah. So that's why we were able to read it on Wikisource. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it is a short story. So if you don't want to get spoiled, you can go and read it. I'll put a link in the show notes and you can go and check it out. It does not take very long to read. No. Right. So starting there, what do we think of uh, Voice in the Night, Colin? We need to cover the story first, don't you think? Mm -hmm. So this is the story of people who get lost on an island and don't have any food. And there's only one thing left to eat. Mushrooms. Magic (laughs) mushrooms. And as you eat the mushrooms, bad things begin to happen. Yes. And once you eat the mushrooms, the more you want to eat the mushrooms and the worse it becomes for you. They're delicious. Yes. They're like junior mints. Like drinking salt water. (laughs) Get thirstier, right? Yeah. Sort of a, in some of the, it seems like in older fiction, there was often like framing narratives around stuff. And this is one of those, sort of one of those cases where it's- What narratives? Framing narrative. Framing where, narrative. Where there's okay. something where there's like a, 
through a flashback, right? <laughs> and the so, way back machine. So in this case, it's guys aboard a ship who are in dense fog mm-hmm. and, and not able to figure right, out where they're going. Right. And all of a sudden, they hear someone calling out to them, and they don't think that they're near an island. And so they're they're wondering, you know, what's going on here. And then this person relates, you know, they never see him. Right. And he relates to them his story, and that's where you get the doodle 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 Yes. Flashback to to why he needs their help. Yeah. He and his lady love had been sailing on a different ship, and it was damaged in a storm, and they were abandoned by the crew, and so they drifted with the wreck until they come up to an island, and there was no food. Yeah. It's the most dangerous fungus. It's the most dangerous fungus. But they came across another ship on the island, and they went onto it to look for food, and only thing they could find was fungus and mold. Fungus. Mm. Growing everywhere. Right. That makes me wonder, was the ship the vector for the fungus getting to the island, or did it grow out from the island onto the ship? Oh. Never really considered that. Good question. Dun, dun, dun. I don't think we get a a super big walkthrough of what is on the island, other than these two people who are turning into mushrooms. Uh, There's a lot of fungus. Right. Yeah. A lot of fungus on the island. And the one, like white spot where nothing was growing. <laughs> right, right. They're only bastion of safety. It, it does seem like the, the fungus <laughs> leached out from the island onto the ship. Probably got tracked back on there by somebody, right? Right. Fun Which, now that you mentioned that, it could be the opposite for the movie, because it had all that science equipment and, like, different oh, research stuff. The lab leak version of it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, the lab leak version of what you, of that. Ooh, that's a, yeah. good, that's a good point. Yes. Did, did the fungus come from a wet market in Wuhan? Or? <laughs> Was it a lot? island? No, no, what market in Tokyo? <laughs> right, in Tokyo. Yes. Yeah. Or from a psychological patient in Tokyo. Oh, yeah, there you go. Mm. Yeah. We'll get there, too. So while they're on this island, they can't find any food. Nothing is growing except for the fungus. They can't catch any fish. And one day, when the guy is out trying to find additional food, he comes back and he finds out that his... And I wasn't sure about this. Wife, fiance? Yeah, wife, I think. Wife. Yeah, they're married. Is yeah. eating the fungus. Uh-huh. And when she sees him there, she feels ashamed and she throws it away. And when he's out the next day looking for food, he is attacked by something that's that's uh, you know vaguely manlike, right. and he rips off his arm, and the 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 arm brushes across his lips, and it tastes delicious. So he eats a whole bunch. So then he has <laughs> some sympathy for what his wife has done. Interesting. So is it uh, is it recapitulating the Adam and Eve fall? I thought about that. <laughs> you know, she she takes of, of first, and then uh-huh. you know doesn't stop him, and he doesn't stop her, uh-huh. and. Yeah, you had mentioned on the text, you know, there's religious overtones to this. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of, you know, God bless you and, and, and that kind of stuff. Sentiment of, of Christian people. He's, he thanks profusely the, the people who provide them with some food. Yes. Yeah. Because that's, right. that's really that's all, that, all that happens yeah, yeah, yeah. is he talks to these sailors and they, they provide him with some food. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he blesses them and then says, Ciao. Take off, Al. <laughs> well, no, yeah, yeah. They gave him some food, and he immediately rose off to go feed his wife. Right. And then he comes back because he wants to tell them and kind of warn them. Yeah. They give him more food, and all the time where they're talking with him in the boat, they, you know, they don't see him. Mm-hmm. And there's all right. these odd pauses. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know the name. I wish I'd never gone to the island. Yeah, it's the island from Lost or right. or Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lian Yu, I think, was the name of the island. That sounds right. Yeah. I don't think the name, the, the Lost Island had a name, right? It was just the island. I think it was just the island. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so the horror part is, is that they're being, you know, fully transformed in, mm-hmm. into mushrooms. Yes. And as as he rows away after telling all the story that there is to tell, they catch a glimpse of him and he says they look like a big sponge yeah. that's nodding as right, it rows. Right, right. 
Yeah, so yeah. it's definitely in the horror category, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, sort of science fiction as well with, the, with all the uh, fungal fiction that's going on right now. Fungal fiction. Yeah. And it, it's funny. We, we were uh, trading relevant videos about you, 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 <laughs> you, you provided one from Wired, I think, that was with a like an expert mycologist or something. <laughs> talking yeah, about yeah. myths about, you know. <laughs> yeah. Wired has a series where they, you get uh, mycological help or yeah. immunological help or mm-hmm. acting help. Linguistic. Right? And, and they yeah. answer um, just random questions off Twitter. Mm-hmm. And somebody uh, was asking was, was how, how realistic The Last of Us was, right? And he's like, yeah, no, cordyceps can't really do what it's doing. But then there's the, well, not yet. the, the, the very beginning <laughs> of the first episode of right. The Last of Us has... The, the the Michael Crichton part of the, you know, at the beginning of a Michael right. Crichton book where like he makes the science plausible and then slides you into the fiction. Yeah. Um, that kind of reminded me of that where he's saying, yeah, right now this fungus can't do anything uh, to humans because it can't exist in that the hot of an environment. Right. But what if, for instance, the earth were to get a little bit warmer? <laughs> for some reason. And, and force, <laughs> uh, you know, adaptation of that fungus. Mm-hmm. So. And actually in real life, that is starting to happen. So a lot of our food crops are starting to have fungal infections, which are very hard to fight off because there's extra heat and moisture in the air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for humans, there's Candida auris, mm. which is a fungal infection which with several strains that are resistant to fungicides mm. and tend to be based out of hospitals because it's good breeding environment. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not not a good e- idea to devastated. screw up your planet. No. 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 <laughs> it turns out. Uh, what else to say about the story? Anything? You know, it's 115 years old. Yeah. And it, again, it's a, <laughs> like for me with Fangerstein, the language and the pacing of things was a little hard. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. It, it reads like it's from 1907. I thought yeah. Day of the Triffids was hard to read. This one yeah. was harder. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Day of the Triffids is just yeah, wonderful prose. This yeah. does well, not yeah. fall in that category. Yeah. Right. It makes me wonder what makes this so popular to be adapted because there have been multiple adaptations. Mm-hmm. We were lucky to find. Two, we know of a third, but there were several more beyond that. I wonder if there's a treehouse of, of horror. <laughs> it seems like there's been so many oh, of those, they must point. have covered it by now. Oh, with Homer eating mushrooms? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh that would be mushrooms, Mark. Tastes like donuts. <laughs> I do know of other mushroom fiction, but it is the Mushroom Planet series of books for kids. Mm. Yeah. Is it like horror though? I guess if it's for kids. No, no, it's it's a little more. How would I describe it? It's a little more Tom Swifty. Okay. Than horror. Yeah. So uh, a scientist put out an ad in a paper asking for some kids to make you know the best spaceship he can. Right. And you know the main character and his friends make the best spaceship, and they go there, and he outfits it with an actual motor. And says, well, "I need you to go and explore this mushroom planet." Right. And it turns out they're having a problem with a lack of sulfur, which they needed for the mushrooms to grow. Okay. And so they're going to take them chickens because the eggs are rich in sulfur. Oh. <laughs> but funny. then there's like three or four other books which follow after that. Mm. Right. Um, I read them all because my library had them growing up. I just I can't remember the name <laughs> of the main awesome. character. It's, it's Mister something yeah. or other. Uh, we, we shall. We we will have to put a picture of the beautiful cake that your wife made. Yeah. It looks like a tree stump with mushrooms growing. With mushrooms, it. yeah, and yeah. just the standalone and mushrooms. The mushrooms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my wife, <laughs> one of the more amazing beings who has not been infected by a fungus, made uh, <laughs> made mushrooms out of meringue and ganache, and then made a birthday cake because somebody's birthday is coming up soon, <laughs> and decorated it to look like a stump with moss and mushrooms growing on it. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I had to get up and snap a picture of the mushrooms. Sure, sure. By themselves. Yes. So I picked up Colin on the way here, and he, and he brought a box with 
what I, as far as I knew, it was just <laughs> mushrooms. And I, I know in their family, they're, they're more mushroom partisans than I am. Oh, and when, yeah. <laughs> when, uh, if the Cuskies bring over a veggie tray with Kathy's amazing ranch on it, there are yeah, often just mushrooms, yeah. button mushrooms on it, right. right? And, uh, <laughs> and cauliflower. And, and cauliflower, yeah. And, and I like the cauliflower, but I've never, literally never eaten one of the mushrooms because I'm not, not as big a mar- mushroom partisan. I don't pick them off of things, but I don't usually, uh, intentionally eat them either yeah um, occasionally with a steak or something i, I like some or, mushrooms sometimes if they're sauteed so just yeah. and fried you're good yeah or if they're roasted <laughs> right yeah or deep fried yeah <laughs> yeah anything deep fried uh so wh- when did the suspicion show uh come out i can't remember i want to say it's 1950 unlock cell phone eight season one episode 24 okay i wanted to look up more about that show but i didn't like how many episodes were there it ran a couple of seasons but it's another one of those things that's just sort of lost to time. Was it, was it a British right. one? It? It's Alfred Hitchcock's Suspicion. Oh, okay. So no, it was, I think it was done here in the States. Hmm. I mean, that would make sense. I could be wrong. Which, it's not the same as the 2020 British cop show, Suspicion, which is also good. It's a highly canonical adaptation. Yes. Uh, totally. Yeah. You know, Stephen King had the rule saying that 122 pages is about the right size of a work to adapt into a 90 to two hour movie. So this is a one-hour television show adapted from <laughs> eight, maybe nine pages. Right. So there's a lot of stretching <laughs> out. Say a ten-minute read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, it looks like it's a cell phone video of <laughs> of a VCR display on a television. <laughs> and so in the beginning, when they're in the yeah. mist, it's just all dark, and you hear voices coming out. Yeah. And there's some white white flashes across the screen every once in a while. Yeah, that's that's why I said earlier you can you can watch slash listen to this. Right. <laughs> like it's just trying to immerse you in the fact that they can't really see anything. So yep, yep. Why let you? It it does get better during the flashback. You can actually see the actors. Yeah, yes, and they give them names but, because yeah. they're never given names in the story in the original novella. Oh yeah, right. Story. Where he's a ship captain who's newly married, and mm-hmm. his wife is like, oh, "We're married now, and I'm going where you're going." So. Yep. Yeah, but then the unlucky thing about bringing a woman onto a ship. <laughs> you see it happen oh, darn. time and time, time again. And, time again. Yeah. <laughs> and because it's, you know, television in the 1950s, late 1950s, the horror is somewhat dumbed down. A lot of it is implied. Like, they each get a fungal spot. Right. right. But that happens at the very, very end. And then they, they oh, they see a ship in the distance. They were going to hail it. And they realize they might be infectious. Mm-hmm. So then they don't. But then he must, he ends up rowing out to this other boat anyway, (laughs) Anyway, desperate for food. (laughs) Yeah. And no, I liked that though. Was that unique to the Suspicion adaptation? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Because yeah, I I really liked the fact that 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 was her decision as well. Like he was the emotional one wanting to like, to get help for his wife. Right. And so wanting to flag down the ship and she was Mm -hmm. the the more level-headed saying that we can't spread this infection. So let him go. And I I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean- Quite progressive for 1958, 59. So. Yeah, yeah, but but there's no um, there's no attack of a fungal guy whose arm gets ripped off and then right. eaten. So there's um, no kind of um, weird, you know. Yeah, there's there's really no the, the way that it varies from the story is there really is no consumption of mushrooms. It's just it's a it's a fungus that uh, is hardy enough that even uh, even with carbolic carbolic acid, acid they yeah, couldn't take it off. Carbolic phenol, yeah, <laughs> the carbolic. Um, that, no, it could take it off, but then it came back, right? Right, yeah, it came back. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was penicillin resistant. <laughs> penicillin, <right? laughs> it's carbolic resistant <laughs> <Yes>. fungus. <laughs> and uh, 
and yeah, so and it just kind of shows up, and and this is where where the quality of the video makes it so it just looks like algae, you know, copier toner or something. You know, <laughs> it, it's it's there's not much texture to what you see on any of it. It just looks right. shiny. It looks like uh, oh, what was the guy's name? The, the the ink monster from the next generation that killed them. Um, oh, Anson Yar. Anson Yar. His name yeah. starts with an right. M. Lieutenant Yar. Armus. 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 Yes. I knew there was an M in there, <laughs> and it ended with us. So, hey, there's an arm in this one, too. So. <laughs> oh, and in, in the movie. Yes. And in Matango, there's, there's an arm that shows up. It's <laughs> yes. a nice nod to the original. Yes. Nobody eats it. Well, not that we know. It goes off screen before then. Yeah, and they were eating other kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm interesting, and, and I, I'm kind of fascinated by, like, old-timey anthology shows. Like, we, The Twilight Zone and The Outer Limits survived, but there's a bunch right. of others that... I mean, Ray Bradbury Theater, it survived, but... Um, yeah, but Ray Bradbury Theater was from the it's later, 80s? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're, when you're talking about the anthology series from the 40s and the 50s... Yeah. science fiction theater and yeah. other stuff. Yeah. George yeah. McFly's favorite. I think there are more radio anthologies <laughs> that survived yeah. than television. Because, they, yeah, they would just tape over the tapes and mm-hmm. lose it, like all the mm-hmm. original Doctor Who episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, okay. wasn't just the Brits doing that. <laughs> no. There, there is a way to get it back, although it's it's a little it's a little out there and expensive. Reshoot it? No, you have to fly faster than the speed of light past <laughs> the point where you could receive it remotely and then just record it. And you'd oh, have to okay. do it with a wide band receiver, and you know, have to have a fine frequency discriminator. And maybe, maybe when it gets sent back to us by the contact people, right? Yeah. 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 So if I go fast enough around the sun, will that work? No, then you spin the planet backwards and Lois Lane doesn't get buried in an avalanche. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Story checks out. Right. <laughs> All right, so what Matongo. saving the whales? Oh, yeah. wait. <laughs> yeah. uh, Matongo, the, the Japanese version of it. Unfortunately, and this is, this is the bummer, it is watchable. It's on Tubi. You can watch it. It's ad-supported. You can rent it for 99 cents from Amazon Prime. But it is dubbed. There, there oh. does not appear yeah. to be a Japanese language version of it that know, is easily that available to us. And that was a bummer because you miss right. out on some of the character of the the way people sound. Yeah. Yes, although not I'm not fluent in Japanese, and so I'm going to reading subtitles anyway. Yeah, but there's something to hearing the the, the voice and performance of someone because you're not hearing the original actor most of the time, right? In when it's right. dubbed. Yes. And I, I really do like hearing. Definitely not because yeah. one of them was Australian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are Australian Japanese people. Sure. Sure. Touche. But yeah. they're. I wonder if they do the sound Australian when they're speaking Japanese. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, J- Japan uh, story. Uh, you've been to Japan? Yes. You have not been to Japan. I have not been to okay. Japan. Um, so when we were in Japan, <laughs> we we spent a kind of a miserable day in Nagoya, Japan, where where we learned the valuable lesson. If you're on a bus and a bus turns the wrong direction... It's because you're on the wrong bus. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> we were looking at our map and going, I didn't feel like it should have turned there. And and we no. were just too stubborn. And like, you oh, know, maybe it'll come back around. And so we ended up like five miles from where we needed to go, where we needed to go on foot. <laughs> and so we didn't get to go to the museum we wanted to go to. It closed before. What we time did. of year was oh. this? <laughs> uh, it was late October, early November. Um it was pleasant for a while. Yeah, walking. that's not too bad. Okay. Yeah. All right. But the point was, we didn't want to be hauling our backpacks. Right, uh, right. Everywhere. Yeah. And so... And and we we had a tiny little hotel. There was an earthquake that freaked Elaine out because we were like on the fifth floor. It wasn't a major earthquake, right. but it was enough to wake her up and and um, enough to freak her out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but the highlight of it was we went to a restaurant called Down Under, 
and it was a it was a basement <laughs> restaurant. So so you, like, you take uh, the stairs down nice. to it, and it was run by this Australian lady that had moved to Japan. And so all of her oh, wait staff, awesome. all of her wait staff was Japanese, but they were learning English from her. And so oh, they come over and take your order, and they sounded Australian. So. Um, oh, like Australian hilarious. with a Japanese accent, and and nice. that was really fascinating. And, th- and they'd say, you know, g'day and, yep, and, yep. and uh, you know, cheers, and, yeah, and call you mate. Oh, that's like, funny. Yeah, crazy. So, so that I was like a good it. place. Um, I like it. That was our, our one high point from Nagoya. So uh, Matongo, nineteen sixty three. It, it otherwise right. titled Attack of the Mushroom People, right. <laughs> which at some point I said, that's there's the, not that's many the mushroom for. people in this. And Colin said, alternate title, Attack of the Mushroom Person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was one mushroom person all the way up until the last 10 minutes? 10 minutes, yeah. maybe, yeah, yeah. What I thought was funny was when the first one showed up and his face was just sort of bulbous, and then we got the, right. the ad for Proactive Solutions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's a good tie-in. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the movie, actually. It was, I mean, it was very kind of of its time. It reminded me of the old Day of the Triffids movie. Um, yeah. Very similar like, era. It's like a Godzilla movie. It wasn't movie. terrible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was from Toho. Yeah. Right? So... And the, the effects were decent, I thought, actually. With the and, model on the ocean, it was kind of fun. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, as it got progressively destroyed. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> okay. speaking of it's the model on the well. ocean, <laughs> one, of the, one of the female characters was uh, oh, yeah. like a singer or entertainer, right? Yeah. And right. so we were, we were joking about naming everybody uh, characters from Gilligan's Island. Oh, yeah. well, there were seven of them. And <laughs> yeah, they were on they a all boat fit. that gets stranded on a remote <laughs> desert island. Yeah. And one of them was wearing red with, with like a with white the, Yep, uh, the white so there's definitely Skipper, definitely right. Gilligan, and, definitely and, Gilligan, and, and, the, and the professor. There, yep, and there and there was a professor. That's right. So that's so, what that was funny because yeah. we're like, all right, which one would be the professor? Yeah. And then it came across, aren't you a professor? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Although he he was in deep deep trouble because he was a professor who oh, was dating yeah. one of his one students. students. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was you don't yeah. do that kind of stuff. Ooh, that was no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I don't know if uh, standards are different in Japan, but <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Um, so yeah, we were the the howls kind of got abandoned, and so yes. we even looked it up, and it turns out that Gilligan's Island came out the year after this. <laughs> so it is entirely possible that Matongo. Did I, I think get it was, that I think it was the year before. It was sixty two. No, no, it was sixty four. You're sixty four. Right. Yeah, yeah. Matongo in sixty three. Yeah. So it's entirely possible that Matongo was one of the originating <laughs> ideas for Gilligan's Island. Yes. <laughs> Those of you that do better research than us, go check that out. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying that the Harlem Globetrotters might be mushroom people? Because they were definitely mm. on an episode of they Gilligan's were. Island. Really, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there's a thousand episodes of that show. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Well, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> they kind of did everything. Yeah. They never got off the island. Mm. Not until later when they had like the re the um the, the redo movies. So at one point it turns out that they get off, but then they have to go back for some reason. That's kind of uh, like Lost. Kind of like oh, Lost. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. See, no more original ideas anymore. <laughs> Come on, folks. Be, be inventive. Be creative. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I was wondering about The Last of Us. <laughs> well, I mean, The Last of Us. When did it come out in relation to the girl with all the gifts? Well, the game came out in 2013 for PS3, so I don't know. That sounds like it's in the same vein, given a couple of years. Yeah. That's why I googled The Last of Us, Matango, and Voice in the Night just to see what happened. Well, you found a Reddit <laughs> That's thread. how I came across that Reddit thread that said, you thought Last of Us was the, you know, the first fungal story. Oh, or, no. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, story of you know fungus taking over humans. Check out Matango. And, or, no, it said, check out The Voice in the Night. Inspired or the inspiration for Matango Japanese movie, and then the, there's a, of course there's a whole like kai, kaijin wiki that talks about yeah. Matango yeah. too. <laughs> Zilla wiki, no Wikizilla. 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 Yeah. So yeah. I was kind of like wondering if the movie was going to venture into the territory of getting like giant mushrooms or something. Right. Well, they were giant. <laughs> I guess they were giant. Yeah, yeah they were people fair. sized. So <laughs> they used to be people. They, yeah. they did used to be people. Yeah. 
And, I guess uh, technically there are giant mushrooms out there. With the uh, mycorrhizal network. I think it's all one single fungus that yeah, goes yeah. for miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess there are giant mushrooms. They're totally gaijin. They're just, so gaijin under the They're water just waiting for, for atomic tests <laughs> again <laughs> to, uh, to grow into a big mushroom kaiju. Exactly. <laughs> yes. The um, the kind of animatronic effects, or it was probably just people in suits, right? Oh, yeah. It looked, yeah, it looked like people in it suits. It looked kind of cool, though. Although yeah. it reminded me of like the Fruit of the Loom gang. <laughs> <laughs> it just occurred to me. It looked like the grape guy. Yeah, they, they, they did. They really did. Yeah. One of them looked like, you know, the, the lampshade costume. <laughs> yes. Well, A major award? Yeah. It turns out that uh, major when it, that movie was released in Japan, they re-edited some of it because a lot of the fungal effects reminded people of radiation Ooh. damage yeah. from World War II. A lot of people who remembered that. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so in that yeah, time, they would have been. That was twenty years after that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they did some strategic editing mm. to remove. Well, that's what I thought was interesting about the, the research ship. Or, yeah, they, they were saying it was a research ship because they found a bunch of radiology stuff, right. Geiger counter, and all those things. I'm like, yeah, huh. I thought it was not. I wouldn't have expected that to be in a Japanese movie. <laughs> well, even the description of it, right? Well, some yeah. of the equipment is communist. Some of the equipment is from the free world, and some of the and equipment is from Japan. Japan. I'm like, right. so you're neither communist and you're not in the free world. What right. does that make Japan you? Japan is its own thing. Makes you uh, a kingdom or something. Or empire, something. right? Empire. Empire. Japan. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. It was yeah. like an international ship um, of, of researchers. Yeah. That of course perpetrated the, the fungus. The fungicide. Right. The fungicide. <laughs> but that was a great question. You know, it does make you wonder, did they bring the fungus to the island? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. were they infected by the fungus from mm-hmm. the island? Mm-hmm. Or maybe there was fungicide going on somewhere else and the fungi escaped to the island. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I wonder by how the much Empire. of the movie we don't understand because we're, we aren't in Japanese culture. Yeah, I mean, th- there's a the little bit yeah. at the end where he's like, you know, I'd, I'd prefer to be back on the island. Tokyo is worse. And right. I don't know what he was talking about in Japanese society that he was considering worse than, you know, being well, I mean, consumed by fungus. That could be applicable today, depending on where sure. you're at in the city, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I read that the movie had some influence about uh, youth and drug culture. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. No, there, was, there was the one dude drinking <laughs> water with some uh, denatured alcohol in it. Yeah. Well, that is, that's not going to go well for you, bud. <laughs> not for long. Yeah. No. That's not nearly deadly enough. I don't know. Well, that's what always made me wonder about uh, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Once it came to my head to, to, to think about it, but, you know, he eats the mushroom, becomes big and strong. And right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, huh. <laughs> All right, so you're saying we should go see the Super Mario Brothers movie and see how canonical it is. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no. uh, I'm sorry, James, your podcast is in another castle. <laughs> uh, the Girl with All the Gifts, by the way, came out in 2014 based on a story from 2013, which is the same year as The Last of Us game. Oh, interesting. So. Hmm. It's possible one, yeah, one inspired the other. Or they might have yeah. been completely independent. Yeah. I think that was about the time that the ant cordyceps fungus was being yeah. popularized mm-hmm. for what it did, making oh, right. zombie ants. Right. Yeah. Which it really has been doing for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's a fun fun little movie. Uh, you know, there's, there's interpersonal conflict, quite a bit of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where the guy, yeah. the one guy, dude is super rapey, uh, totally. And, yeah, and uh, and that that's gross. And then then the what was her name? Um, Mommy. Akiko, yeah, Mamie there's a Kiko Mamie, and yeah. Mimi. Yeah. yeah, where where she was just sort of relishing in the fact that everybody wanted her. Right. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah, toward the end. Right. Yeah. yeah, it was earlier even, and I couldn't tell at what point she she was uh, infected by the mushrooms, but I don't know, she. And was, then the complete philosophical non sequitur. <laughs> 
I think it was at the point yeah. where the author and she grabbed the gun and were going to kill everybody else to save the food. And then they were forced off the ship yeah. and they, off, they end up walking off together arm in arm. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's where they started eating the mushrooms. That, that gun with infinite bullets. Yes. Yeah. Infinite ammo per power up. Yeah. <laughs> pew, pew. Or infinite ammo cheat gun, probably. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing, too. I'm, I like. I feel like there was a lot more shooting of the mushroom people than the mushroom people attacking. Right. And it didn't seem to work very well or make a big difference. Yeah. No. And, and and the 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 takeover of the mushrooms seemed more peaceful, right? It's just all it had to do was get people to eat a mushroom and then that was it. Yeah. You are one of us. Yes. They didn't need to get bit or anything. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Although, you know, the, the movie does introduce a new aspect to the horror, which was that the narrator is also infected and right. he's taken back to Japan. <laughs> right. And, that and he was actually, in the loony bin. And he was yeah. in the loony bin yeah. as a cycle, as a, the associate psychology professor. Mm. Yes. But I'll then they brought, ba- they brought it back to Japan. Now, I mean, how long has it been since you've been in Japan? I mean, are you sure that it's still not? It's, it's been a long time. Okay. <laughs> it's 2000. So <laughs> I hope it's all right. Ah, Tokyo. I did have some good mushrooms in Japan and not, not magic mushrooms. You know, <laughs> oh cul- culinary mm. mushrooms. <laughs> Well, there's also an Oregon tie-in because we now have the nation's first psilocybin clinic. Right. We voted that in with the ballot measure. Right? Yeah. Right. Some of us did anyway. No, not, not my favorite, <laughs> but you know, that's what the state decided. <laughs> yeah. Anything else to say about the movie? It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was kind of fun to watch. I will, I will say that if you watch, watch the movie worse. and then you look at the suggested <laughs> movies, it looks like you could have a really good oh, yeah. time <laughs> watching all of those because it's like old Japanese, Japanese creature features and movies. Yeah. Yep, totally. So other Toho stuff. And yeah. What, what was the one? The Manster? <laughs> the Manster, yeah. Man, the Age Monster. <laughs> I'm like, huh. That, that looked good. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's something kind of delightful about like B horror <laughs> movies. I'm and I'm not sure this one really is a B horror movie. Oh, I think it is definitely a B yeah? horror okay. movie. <laughs> it's low it was low budget. The You're special like, effects were not if fantastic. If it wasn't back then, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking more like Frogs from the nineteen seventies. That was a movie we watched a ton when I was oh, a kid. Gosh. Or the birds. That's Stephen King, right? So that's no, it's Hitchcock. Hitchcock, that's Hitchcock. right. Sorry. Yeah. Duh. Got my wires crossed. We we happened to start recording right after the air show finished. Yeah, <laughs> it's great timing. Is on the last day of the the Oregon air show, which is just a couple miles from us, and it was quite loud while we were watching the movie. Yes, although we had the captions turned on, so yeah, it worked yeah. out. That's we, why I turned the captions on. Yes, I turned up yeah. being able to hear dramatic music. Right, everything yeah. was fine. But we did see we did see and hear the maniacal laugh of the yeah. people. <laughs> yes, whatever they are, they seemed happy. So. <laughs> kind of sound like the intro to Wipeout. Yeah. Oh bit. yeah, totally. All I could keep thinking was just giant fairy garden. <laughs> giant fairy garden. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. with the yeah with the mushrooms and then the, the laughing means like like laughing fairies or something. Mm. It's just like totally went together. I'm like oh. <laughs> right. So is there anything more to say about this? <laughs> I don't think so. This may not have been one, may not have been one of the better ideas. <laughs> A real shroom. No, it's fun. <laughs> it, it, it was good to. I'm not sure we had ever checked off the 1900s, 19, 19 zeros, 1900s. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Have to make that chart again sometime of all our all the times we've done. Because at some point we had some big holes. Yeah, where we hadn't mm. hadn't covered much. But this one gets us the 19 aughts, the 19 yeah 50s, 50s, and the 1960s. So yeah, okay. I think I think we're wrapped. So I I will uh, sign us off. May the road rise up to meet you, and may all your mushrooms be sautéed. May the road rise up to meet you, and may the book always follow up into where you left off. And remember, you are what you eat. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody.
And I shy say, and welcome back to Take Me to Your Reader. <laughs> what do I do from there? Okay, I'll try that again. <laughs> All right. So, how did well, you come across this story? Where- damn it, that's what I was going to ask. Because I don't remember. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So, so why, why don't you do that one? We'll, we'll throw Jimmy a bone there. Ew, gross. <laughs> on Bone and Island. <laughs> <laughs> bone and, the Bone and Island. Bone and Island. <laughs>